0: Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger. I wrote a book called Superhero of Love Heal Your Broken Heart and Then Go Save the World. That book is going to be out in January 2019, but I didn't want to wait until that time to start talking to superheroes of love. And guess what? Here's the news you are a superhero of love, and through talking to other superheroes like yourself, tapping into that little superhero inside of you. I'm hoping that you and I and all of us start feeling more and more like superheroes of love, meaning that we love and are loved more than ever before. So welcome. Let's get this party started. Superheroes! You are about to hear an interview that I did with Alana Pratt. And um I'm re-recording this little tiny intro here because I was mispronouncing her name the entire interview, and I just wanted to set the record straight here and start it out right. It's Alana Pratt. Um <laughs> and I was calling her Alana, and she is such a giant heart, she didn't even correct me. But speaking of giant hearts, she is a true superhero of love. Um She graduated cum laude from... Columbia University. She has three books out, one of which just came out, which is called Seven Steps to Manifest Your Beloved While Staying True to Yourself. Um, An extraordinary book. And she has a YouTube channel. She has a ton of content on her website, com. And I think you might be inspired to check everything out by the end of this interview. I hope you are because she is, as I said, a true superhero of love. And I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. And I love that already we have some cool things in common, yes. like where you live is where I used to live. And even though most of you are listening to us, not seeing us um i think is that a big chocolate cake on the wall behind your oh. that beautiful painting i'm like she likes chocolate i love this
0: so oh great. my god i do love chocolate and i'm a huge baker too but you oh, know what that you thought it was can you see it well now? i could only
1: see half of it so i decided it was chocolate but oh my god I it's so it. funny
0: okay it's- it's Buddha's feet for Buddha's feet. Did you just hear me say feet? I just said feet. Oh, yes. Okay. Buddha's feet with a lotus flower on top. But it does. I can
1: see that when you see just the bottom half, it looks the bottom, like, it looked like a really great chocolate ganache. And I was like getting all
0: excited. You are, you're so psychic because last night, you know, I really need to lose weight. And so that is the mission right now. But last night, I went on a run and it was really cold. So I came home and I was really cold and I was like, I get to have hot chocolate. And I've not, I've not had chocolate in years, but for some reason, so you're kind of like tapping in. I'm, uh, I'm into that.
1: You know what I'm doing? It's really bad, but I am anyways, just for the month, is um, coffee, eggnog, and a little whiskey. Oh, oh. When you're sitting underneath the Christmas tree doing your little tarot cards, it makes for a really great experience. So anyways, I <laughs> thought I'd share. That is so creative.
0: It's culinary and it's divine. It's oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so I'm so happy you're here because um, one of the really, you know, uh, so Alana is, her title is intimacy expert and I, and I, just gave this talk. We were just talking about Love Forward Talks. Our mutual friend, Deborah Poneman, gave a talk at Love Forward Talks, which I produced on November 11th. Mm-hmm. And I shared the story of what led me to write my book, Superhero of Love. Yeah. And one of the things that led me to it was a breakup that I had with somebody who was lying through the course of our relationship. Mm. But I didn't realize he was lying Mm. until the end, till it all came crashing down. And I realized, oh my God, that was a lie. Oh my goodness. That was, oh my goodness, was anything the truth kind of thing.
1: Holy shit.
0: And I realized very soon thereafter that I was with someone and, and Alana, you guys are not seeing this, but Alana has behind her this beautiful wall covered with masks. And because we're speaking at, on December 4th, she, they have little Christmas balls hanging from them too, which is so awesome. But these <laughs> masks, which yes. I know there's, there's no mistake that you have masks behind you. Um, and that you are about um, creating more intimacy. And what I realized, so I would love for you to speak to this, because, um, is that I obviously, mm-hmm. being with a liar served me so well, because clearly I did not want to be intimate. I didn't want him, him to see my ugly parts, and he didn't want me to see my ugly, his ugly parts. So it was a match made in heaven. So yeah. I would
1: love to hear what you have to
0: say on that topic.
1: Mm, Thank you. Yeah. Intimacy to me is about that real, raw, vulnerable, transparent. Here's my wobbly parts. Here's my magnificent parts. You know, it's like, here I am. And there's no way, at least in my experience uh, with my two divorces and crazy court case and all the fun that I've had in the past, um, there's there's no way I could have manifested all of that had I had an intimate relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I, if I had something to hide, um, that is where I get neared in someone going, are you this? Are you that? And I'm no, not me. I'm perfect. Right. So all of my masks got flushed up in my court case. Like you, you don't have a PhD. How could you be a coach? You must be a narcissist thinking you actually know something. Oh my God. You you talk about intimacy. Oh, you must be a prostitute. You probably sleep with your clients. Like, it's just like left, right and center. Anything that had a bit of my my gosh on it anything that had an edge on it, where I wasn't completely congruent and in an intimate relationship, zero shame, you know, just total communion anywhere where I did not have that total communion. And I was trying to look good, trying to keep it together, trying to be in control, trying, 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 anywhere that I was doing that got just bitch slapped in my face. During the court case. <laughs> so that, as you beautifully said, you learned so much in that relationship. I learned all the places I would justify and give reasons and try to prove my worth and, and, and just do this big song and dance. Cause on the inside I was spinning like a mofo, a million miles an hour, no rest, no home, no safety, mm. you no, know, no approval. It was all this seeking, seeking that I was doing. So the beautiful gift of my life of the, that, that court case was to go, you know, I, I am enough How can I come into communion with my sexuality, my spirituality, my life purpose, my wobbly and love her just as much as I love my magnificence and have nothing to justify at all. And and I lost too. In the end, I lost my house. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. A quarter of a million dollars of debt. It was not going well. And so I'm like, okay, universe, the only thing in common here is me. So I'm just going to surrender. And yes, you can win and you can have 70% and I'll have 30%. And you, and so I fell to my knees with the quote unquote, the failure of all of that. And again, that was great because I was always such an achiever. You said like come laude graduate and I mm-hmm. used to be a model and I had all these things that would come easily. So I misunderstood that my worth was my achievements and my accomplishments. I didn't know that my worth was my worth was my worth. End of mm-hmm. story. The moment I was born, the moment I die, and the moment I do it all over again, not, that's never going to change. But I didn't know that. You know, all the affirmations I could say all day, but that was the sprinkles on top of the ice cream cone of shit. Down right. deep inside, I didn't know my inherent worth. And this was a beautiful gift to, to break open my heart and discover the truth of who was inside there all along, that I'm enough, that we're all enough.
0: Right. I love what you said. The word, um, first of all, I love the word wobbly. I'm totally taking that on because it's so non judgmental. It's just yeah. like wobbling is implying that you're trying to get your bearings too. And it's just like,
1: I just, that word Isn't is. Isn't it endearing? Like little so wobbly weird. kids when they're learning how to walk, they're so wobbly. And so. <laughs> So I think bring Wobbly into the bedroom, bring Wobbly everywhere because like, we're just figuring this shit out, right? That's so great. Okay, so so fast forward, super fast. So that all happened in the past. And then on top of it all, my son who um, finally decided, well, dad's right. You are crazy. I'm going to live with him. So I lost the case and then he turned on me as well. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, Alana takes herself to a cabin in the middle of nowhere and cries her face off. But It was such a gift because he was the last straw where I was still looking outside in to be good enough, outside in to go, see, I might've lost the court case, but that was the crazy ex. My son still loves me. I didn't even have that to stand on. It was all taken away. So the beautiful gift is this, all the masks off, all the deep, intimate relationship with my, my scared self, my insecure self, my need to look good, my ego, all of this stuff until I got really quiet and I gave it all away. I said, okay, universe, if you don't want me to do this intimacy expert, author, speaker, coach thing anymore, that's fine. Starbucks is looking pretty good at this point. (laughs) They got healthcare, like fine, I'll just go be a barista. And that was fine. That was a good run. We're done. And, and yet, um two things happened. One in the forgiving of myself and in the forgiving of my son to discover his path, he returned and he said, you know what? I need to kind of protect you. Dad does best when you don't exist. So I'm just going to live with dad and I'm going to discover being a man. This is my path to manhood. I just want to live with him. Wow. You need to live away. You need to do your own thing. You need to fall in love. You need to get out of debt. I'm good. You know, I, I want to live How with him How old dad. was he at, the, at this age? I'm so fascinated. 14. He's wow. almost 16 now. So it's been about a year and a half that we've been doing this. He only lived with dad. That's when I moved from where you live down to Northern San Diego. And so that was the first thing. It's like, okay, I can give him space to choose and not judge him i can forgive myself that i did my best there's no way i wasn't going to fight for my son and let somebody take away custody i'm glad i fought for this and i and i can get the spiritual lessons in all of this as well okay great and then as soon as that all happened and i gave away the career well more clients wanted to work with me i'm like okay i guess you want me to keep doing this you want me to share my story okay i'll keep going and then the landlord knocked on the door with my mail with the handsomest man I've ever seen on the planet. And I'm like, hello. I wish I had some makeup on right now, but I don't. So that has been my boyfriend for the past year. Totally in love. Who would have <clears throat> thought in the middle? Like, I'm talking like you can't even see a house looking left, right, or center. It's where um, Cheryl Stray did walking along the, you know, Wild, the movie yeah. Wild. Like the Pacific Coast Trail went right beside my house. We're talking in the middle of nowhere. And there he is. So I'm like, okay. So apparently I lose it all. I lose my ego in the meantime as well, which needed to be lost. And then I had affirmation to keep going with my purpose and love. A good, kind man. Hmm. And so this idea of being lied to, et cetera, I totally get that, but that was the old insecure Alana looking for all the safety, security, and approval on the outside in the, the new improved or the come home to self Alana knows her worth. doesn't matter if somebody agrees or disagrees. I don't need all these outside, you know, accomplishments to know I'm enough and I've been humbled, but in that humility, I found everything like I found such richness with, with, source. And the, and this incredible man, when I looked in his eyes, we met like one time then in the driveway and then a couple months later at Christmas. And then in February, he came to visit again. And that's the time we bound, chicka, bound, bound, got it on. Like, I'm like, so hot. but the next morning when I looked in his eyes, I cried back when I was 16, my best friend died suddenly. And I, my cat hadn't even died. My grandma hadn't died. It was the first time I dealt with death. Mm -hmm. And I remember very distinctly going, okay, would I rather have not known this person? and not felt this pain or known this person and learn how to open my heart again. Mm-hmm. And I chose, I would rather have met this person, go through this pain and learn how to open my heart. But I was 16 That's and so I was mature these later, just sort of opening my heart, like I'll open it a little more, but I wasn't all the way splayed open. And when I looked in this man's eyes, I can't say why, but I was willing for him to die in front of me and to keep my heart open. And I never knew wow. that that capacity hadn't returned. until I looked in his eyes and it's like, this, this is something. Wow. Big. Wow. Yeah. Pretty grateful.
0: That feels like some divine intervention. In other words, you weren't conscious of this shift that had happened in your heart. And then in that
1: moment, wow. Yeah. I was conscious of willing to do the work. I'm always willing to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. hits the fan. I take responsibility. What, what can I learn from this? I have this complete knowing it's not even a belief, it's a knowing that that life is for me, not against me. Or I personally don't want to be here. It's way too hard. I don't want to be here. So if I'm gonna be here, you gotta be for me, not against me. So I knew <laughs> even though I was devastated, um, that this was somehow for my son and for me, and to just take the ride. So yeah, but I wasn't like on a matchmaking site and out there on match.com and doing yeah. all this stuff. Like he literally just showed up in the that's in incredible the driveway.
0: I mean and they always say you got to get out there. He's not going to come knocking on your door.
1: Why? He's (laughs) got to open the door. (laughs) But it was a really neat relationship because I, he'd been married before too. He'd been divorced before too. We took it slow getting to know each other. The very first time we got together. And then I saw him a month later, we didn't even talk once. We texted every day just getting to know one another, feeling our feelings. We do dyads. I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but mm-hmm. like, kind of spiritually- but you should mm-hmm. describe it for the, for, the, for listener. the listener. Yeah. Um, I'm, he calls me the little, um, energetic biofeedback mechanism, instant biofeedback mechanism. So if something's like not right, quite right in the relationship, I don't settle anymore. I don't pretend anymore. I don't blame anymore. I don't say I'm fine when I'm not. I don't say yes. When I mean, no, I go and I put it in a sandwich and I say something like, I love you. And then I say in the middle of the sandwich, can I be straight with you? Or can I tell you what's up for me? Permission. Right. And then I go, something's off. Can we talk about this? What, what do you think? You know, and that's the end of the sandwich. So I have this way of talking. And so when it's something really, really, really big and he's like, no, 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 everything's fine. I'm like, it's not fine. I can <laughs> feel it. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, we need to do a dyad. I'm going to rip your head off. We need to do a dyad. So a dyad is a, a two-way communication. And the only thing you get to say when the person gives you the communication, when you receive the communication is thank you. And thank you does not mean I agree because a lot of the time we're not going to agree, but it does mean I understand this ability to be not fixed, not changed, no justification, no reasons, no comebacks, no rolling of the eyes, no nothing. Just thank you. <gasps> Such safety and intimacy mm-hmm. and transparency and vulnerability that's possible. So we do dyads on a very regular basis. You know, tell me something you don't want to tell me <laughs> or Tell me something you're afraid to tell me or Mm -hmm. tell me something you want me to understand that you don't think I fully understand. Mm -hmm. Or it could be around a topic. Tell me something about you and money. Tell me something about you and sex. Tell me something about whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just a really awesome way for there to be no elephants in the living room for there always, everything's on the table to speak about in an honoring way. And it always brings us closer. Sometimes there's even truths in there. Like, Oh my God, one time we were doing this at dinner, having date night or whatever. And the question was, tell me a way you like to be loved. And so we went back and forth, back and forth. And then, and he's like, okay, are we done? I go one more round. And then I don't know what hit me, but all of a sudden I started to cry. And I go, I like to be loved when you just touch my cheek. And that's it. No nipples or Yoni, just my (laughs) cheek. And I, there's something about like, Oh, just knowing you're only going to touch my cheek and I don't have to worry about anything else going to be happening later. Something happens then. And that's a safety. I didn't Mm. know. I, I, I didn't know I needed that. I didn't know we didn't have that. Please have that. You know, these kind of magical moments from within can awaken when you create that sacred space in yourself you can have a diet with yourself, with your little you, um, and with your beloved, with your kids, with whoever it's magical.
0: Um, I love the word that you've said a few times now, the word safety, because
1: it feels like such a heart
0: opener. Normally the word safety is more of a technical term or, uh, you know, there's something not heart centered about it, but the way you speak about the word safety is so beautiful. Cause it's like, Oh, this is a place where your heart can nestle and open and be free. And, so tell us more about that, ways that we can help our hearts feel more safe as we go through this world that is not so easy. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's you. for us.
1: That's for us. Not for us isn't always easy. Sometimes it feels like we're, it's a little bit against us. <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday at 7 a.m. when someone knocked on the door because the tree trimmers were here and it was time to get up soon and move your truck. I'm like, what? Um, anyways, but I, I made that work. It's all good. So back to, back to safety. Um, in you mentioned my latest book, Seven Steps to Manifest Your Beloved While Staying True to Yourself. Um, nudge nudge, wink wink. Beloved is is self, self first, right? Self and source before outside. To me, that it's the greatest chance of success is when we do it in that that order. Um, so in chapter three, I go through this. I call it the little you process, and it's about going inside to find all these wobbly parts um, that in the past I would. She would pipe up. She'd be ashamed, or scared, or sad, or something or other, angry, and I would just say, "You can just go back in the closet, hit her with a two by four, and like shut her up. <laughs> just put on the mask again, right?" So this is an exercise to go in and 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 meet these disowned parts of ourselves, without the intention to fix and change and put her in a better mood, so now we can look good again. No, it's like a willingness to sit with her forever, even if she never ever changes. Yeah, that's a whole different animal.
0: Yeah,
1: that's unconditional love that the shoulders go down. You can exhale and she this part of self this disowned part of self feels safe. You mean you're not going to make me wrong. Try to fix me change me and buff me up for the guests. I can just I can be cranky. I can be scared and yeah, and if you're willing to sit there and get to know her long enough, there's a core message. There's a core gift. There's a core insight. There's a core intuitive hit. She knows something and you just haven't been listening. So when you can sit there and be with all these different parts, she has every right to be angry about that. She was, something was way out of integrity. That's why she piped up. This, Mm -hmm. this, this is is not safe for her. This person is not congruent. She's, she's not stupid, but she might. And she's also not
0: stupid when she gets triggered today from something that happened when she was seven.
1: Thank you. That's, really smart actually. <laughs> yeah. So, Cause it's time to do our, our, you know, our different trauma releases around that. So we can flatten those emotional triggers and we can be present and have choice and it's totally possible. So yeah, that's what I mean by safety is going in to do these processes. I, um, I've been a coach for 18 years, but I've also been coached for 18 years, probably actually longer than that, more like 20 or 25 years until I put the shingle up that I chose to do this as my career. So I always have a coach. So I always have blind spots. <laughs> they're not, that's why they're called blind spots because you can't see them. <laughs> so I always am in coaching programs and I'm always coaching others. And so most recently I've learned these incredible quantum psychology, spiritual technology processes with the brain that my intuition could maybe flatten the trauma 80% but these get it flat to zero. Mm. Teach what I never understood about the brain and the quantum field and how it all works. Um, And it's been extraordinary. So it even goes beyond feeling safe and secure on the inside. You just feel home. So I'm grateful to be there and to provide uh, that for my clients.
0: I just wrote a bunch of articles this week, and one of them that I was asked to write about was healing past wounds with joy and grace. Mm. And um, I use that exact analogy that you just used. There's such a synchronicity, the thing of the closet that I shoved that little girl in the closet. And I always feel like, and then she pokes and she prods and she Yanks at your little heart until you give her some attention. You go and open the closet, shine the light, and she's so excited. She's so excited to be given the attention and the love that she needs. It's like, yes, I've been trying to get your attention. Sometimes it's for forty years. I had one little shadow in there that was waiting totally, for 40
1: years. totally. Yeah. And aren't <laughs> yours lucky that they're happy to see you? Mine were a little skeptical. Some of them. No, <laughs> know I'm just saying. <laughs> no or. Right. Or stark, raving, mad. But then you let
0: them talk to you and say, so what did you want to say back then when you were seven years old? Tell me everything that you wanted to say to everybody that was around that you felt like you couldn't talk to. And now tell me what you need to say to me because I left you in the closet for 40 years. Let's talk. Let me have it. And I'm here to hear you. Yes. Yes. So that's such a great way. I love bringing the
1: word safety into that conversation. Thank you for that. That's Mm, great. You're welcome. And I love what you're saying too, because there's little Alana's inside that don't pipe up until I'm at my next edge of exploration expansion. Like I got, okay, we got the 25 of them handled. Okay, great. (laughs) Then all of a sudden I show up and I'm doing something bigger, uh, seemingly bigger um, or more visible or more vulnerable in my relationship or like, there's more on the line, like this idea that the ego or the mind thinks it's crazier. And so another Alana pops up, another trigger pops up, but we can um, move through them so much more quickly with more ease and grace and joy, as you said, when there's this trust, we we talk thing, we sit in the fire together.
0: Yeah. And hold hands. I'm here. You're, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to sit in my lap. Okay, good. Let's yeah. send them all up. And we get through them faster. I mentioned at the top about the hot chocolate and the, I just lost 10 pounds and then um, so I was moving to, no, well, I did lose 10 pounds. I was moving toward my goal of losing 30. So yay, 10 is down. And then my computer crashed and I lost everything on my computer and it hadn't been backed up in a long time. So Ugh. the next, the beginnings of the next two books and all kinds of uh, unbelievable um intellectual property was on there.
1: <laughs> so oh, Downloaded from my
0: brain. And it's and I always say to other people that I'm coaching, like, um, don't let this take you out. Don't let this take you out. Right. And yeah. it took me so out. <laughs> and but what you just oh. said gave me a little aha moment because it's like, okay, this was a huge, you know, it was like a death in a way. pushed me to the edge. I've dealt with death much more elegantly than I dealt with this. (laughs) I'm ashamed to say, and, but you're right. It's like, and I gained, and I thought I had this down, like, you know what I mean? I thought, oh, okay. I don't have to do emotional eating again. I've got this. I'm, I've got this. No. I will probably never have it down. There will always be something pushing me to the edge, the next precipice of growth. So
1: thank you. Well, and it's, it's, I don't know if this makes you feel any better, but not to make you try to feel better, but to make you feel better, whatever. (laughs) 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 Um, It's because you're willing to keep growing, right? It was only because you were willing to write that next book. It was only because you were willing to download your information that you met this next precipice. Like if you just want to settle, chill, never grow again, you know, this would right. never have happened. But it's because you're willing to show up um right. that it happened. So I honor your willingness and and that's how we grow. Like I was in I told you all that debt. So I lost the million dollar house. Lost my, or spent my quarter of a million savings, went into a quarter of a million, um, legal debt as well during this whole thing. And I was always somebody that had money and I looked so good. And I was like shopping at thrift stores. Like, no, we can't go anywhere this weekend. Cause there's, that requires gas in the car, of which I don't have money for. So let's go to the park. Like, like long time. And then facing that and go, okay, how am I going to like pay that off? you know, avoiding it's not doing any good. So, you know, and then going to accountants and going, I really don't know how to do this right. And, and all the ways I grew as a businesswoman Hmm. to a point of generating enough money to pay it all off and then continuing to generate all that money, but not knowing that you're supposed to talk to your accountant before the end of the year. So you can write shit off. And then the universe says 52 grand to the IRS, please. That's a very high level, lovely problem. But again, it shook me because I'm like, but I work so hard. You don't get that. I get that. So I can go shopping in a store, not a thrift store. Damn it. You know, like, so again, we, we, as we keep growing, there's these new quote unquote issues or problems that arise, but it's a sign that we're taking steps forward. It was a good Problem or a high level problem, and yeah. so now I'm like, oh, so you have meetings with accountants at the end of the year. Got it, and then you can make good decisions about your money. Okay, and you buy all your, your new computers at the end of the year. So da, da 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 da. Okay, I get it. So you breathe, and you're you know, and you move forward. So yeah. I honor
0: um, you. That reminds me of something else that you've that I've heard you mentioned before, which is the ro- the um, connection between receiving love, receiving money, receiving success. Oh, so tell
1: insane. us about all of that. Uh, Thank you. That just makes me like, I don't know, too much information, but whatever. Makes me just want to open up my vagina. And <laughs> really like to... <laughs> so funny. I was literally on a group coaching call um, with some of my clients before this interview. And I got them to like find the place inside where there's calmness and centeredness right now. And put you put your hand there and just see if you can just let it expand an inch. Not to be good enough or to make anything happen, but just notice that there is calmness in you that you could welcome into the world more. And then I asked them all to share, you know, what was that like for you and where was it? Like every woman was like in her vagina. And I'm like, you're my people. You're my people. So as you're, as you're talking about this receiving, I don't know. I just that have is to so That's awesome. Our sacred yoni of receiving. So, <laughs> Yeah, my um, yoni,
0: my peaceful place.
1: My peaceful place, <laughs> <laughs> which is really great because one of the ladies, it was not her peaceful place. Um, we did a lot of trauma release around a lot of abuse, so that was really a wonderful thing to hear that she has the sacredness in in her body again. so, mm. so receiving. All of the horrible accusations of court and from my ex and from my son. And oh, by the way, they talked my dad into hating me and my sister. Like it was just one big fantastic shebang. So receiving all of that judgment at the time, I didn't receive it. I shut my heart. Um, which disconnected me, of course, from the divine disconnected me from myself, disconnected me from my intuition. It made me feel very, very scared and very alone. And so not a lot of receiving little Alana's whispers from inside or the universe's whispers. And you can well imagine all that debt, not receiving a lot of money, um, not receiving a lot of magic. So I wasn't very good at receiving because I thought I only wanted to receive the good, didn't want to receive the bad, but that means you're only open like a little bit. So you're only receiving all of life a little bit. And so then I learned through this intimate relationship with little Alana, with myself, how to navigate intense emotions, how to be able to stay open. And not that it's fun to have somebody tell you you're an asshole, but you can receive it, not take it in, receive it. Like just like, like someone just tosses you a ball. And then I do this little, like a keto And I just put the ball behind me. I'm like, oh, you you have something to give me? Thank you. You think I'm fantastic. Oh, that's lovely. I'm not going to put it into my ego, but I will take it into my heart. That's very kind of you. Thank you. And then someone gives you like, you're a jerk. You receive that as well into your hands like the ball. And that one doesn't really feel good. You just put it behind you and you learn to be this navigator of energy, this wielder of energy. And you become kind of like this sorceress or sorcerer or this wizard. And you realize we're swimming in this stuff. We're just swimming in this energy. We're swimming in these thoughts and people's accusations and rejections and, and thinking you're a guru and all this, you're just swimming in the whole thing. And, and, and you're a choice, you're a choice. So, so I um, have become so much better at receiving people's accusations, and I can even p- not even reject them now. And I could put myself in their point of view. And had I known this back in court, it would have been so fun. But I didn't. <laughs> Anyways, so when they go, oh. so Miss Pratt, were you a prostitute sleeping with your clients? And of course, at the time, I did not receive that. I rejected that. Yes. And I began to justify, oh, of course not. And blah 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 blah. Yeah. These days, oh my God, it'd be so fun! Because if they said that to me now, I'd be like, "And would you like to be my next client?" <laughs> <And> like, I <laughs> would just fuck with them, right? Like, it'd be so fun because I wouldn't have the shame anymore. I wouldn't reject because I'm at peace on the inside. I can receive that. I can be playful. I can be funny. I can put it down. I'm at choice. We don't mm-hmm. have choice when we react, you know. We're we're just. Oh, that's a good point.
0: We don't have choice when we react, right?
1: No. So receiving means you've got your own back. You're grounded and and you you have your own centered place. So you can be a choice on how to what to choose, how to be, how to respond to different people. And that's like the difficult side of receiving unkindness or rejection. But it's just it can be just as difficult to receive a lot of love, a lot of money, a lot of success. Oh, what will people think? Am I really worthy? Like that's also another angle of of receiving. And so for me as long as I remember, I'm not my accomplishments. I have accomplishments. I'm not my achievements. I'm not my ass. Um, I'm not any of these things. I have them. I'm not my thoughts. I have them everything. I am this limitless spaciousness. That's kind of like witnessing and playing with it all at choice with it all. Then when, when things arrive, I can receive them. And I can choose, well, if I'm choosing like a million followers or a million dollars, am I doing it to, to be good enough, to be safe, to look good? Or am I, or am I just receiving the universe's gift in a reciprocation of the gift I'm giving to the universe? Like it's just a different way of making decisions, a different way of choosing in life. And I find the more I let go of um, the how, And the more I let go of the money first and I lead with heart and purpose first, whatever is meant to support me comes to the aid, whether it's a boyfriend in the driveway, (laughs) whether it's a new uh, healthy relationship with my son now, whether it's debt-free and and building up my down payment for my next house, whether it's almost 4 million views on YouTube, like all the different things. It's just like like feedback, go there, go this way. This is how we want to use you to impact the world and support you. And I mean, I used to be really scared about money. That's for sure. It's gone now. Oh, I mean, even the other day with the 52 grand with the IRS, I noticed that my, I didn't really, I'm like, I was mad. I was mad, but I wasn't scared. And that's different. Mad is like this impetus. Okay. What can we do differently? What conversation do we have to have? What structure do we need to put in place? We can handle this, the potency of it. But for the first time, I'm like, wow, I didn't get mad. I know that every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied. I know that every step I take is fueled by money, is, accom- is accompanied by money, is the win in my sales. It's just there to support me living my purpose. Like I know that now. Um, so grateful for that.
0: I'm right now in in fear mode about money, and I'm also something else that you said. Um, no worries. So,
1: Wobbly's allowed on the. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all wobbly girl.
0: Um, (laughs) Wobbly's really good. It really is good because when you're wobbly, you really are like, where is my center? And you have to just you have to go to your heart. You have to go to your center. That's so
1: great. Well, I had to go to little Alana, who was scared shitless about money, who's also Mm -hmm. ashamed that she just kept paying all this money, you know, fearing of losing her son. And what do you you can't go to court without a lawyer and you gotta fight and you gotta like all that? I had to just come to peace with her had to really talk with her
0: yeah, and,
1: and understand that she was terrified to do the right thing. And she just didn't check in. I didn't mm-hmm. check in with her. Right. right? That, that's all that happened.
0: That's all and that happened.
1: if I could generate all that money to pay lawyers, I can generate all that money to pay it off uh, <laughs> and generate that money in the future. Right. You're a money-making manifesting machine. We just need to pay a lot of it to lawyers first and then a little bit to the IRS and we can, well, <laughs> you're going to get the hang of this. Um, <laughs>
0: um I, There's a word that I have been struggling with since I first heard it, I think in my twenties, or I'm sure I heard it before then, but I didn't hear it until my twenties, which is the word surrender, Mm. which it seems like you have this really great relationship with surrender.
1: Mm, Thank you. Yeah. I, um, thank you. Uh, To me, surrender is a very, um, active state. It's not a passive state. So it is completely like jumping off a cliff with complete awareness, discernment, and choice. Oh, I could flap my wing over here. I could manifest a, a net to fall into. Like, I'm totally a choice, completely discerning and aware, but I'm not in control. One little, ounce. let's do this. Oh my God. I love,
0: I'm sorry. Like, I really Tell am me. struggling with it. That's why I'm asking you this question, because this is a word that I struggle with. And I'm, I wanted to hear your, and you just gave me something. Let's do this. I love that as the mantra for surrender. Like, let's do this, God, whatever, whatever, where do you want me to go?
1: Let's do this thing. I'm here for you. Yeah. You're not alone in surrender and you're not like hands behind your back. Can't choose gagged in the mouth. You you know, you know, you totally can fly and do any, you can talk, you can ask, you can listen. You're totally acting. You're just not the one in charge. Like I believe surrender. Well, this is how I, the, the process for me. So it's like choose. So I choose love. I choose debt-free. I choose to be the biggest impact I can in my career. I choose this next book. Whatever it is, I choose. And then you surrender. And then you're like, okay, down the cliff you go. (laughs) You just jump. I choose. And then you're like, so what do you you got? What do you got, universe? What do you want? Like, I'm awake. I'm alert. I'm putting one foot in front of the other. I'm flying off this cliff. And I'm like, oh, check that out. I got some wings. (laughs) look at that. Or, oh my God, Hi angel I can hang on to you and away we fly like something mm. will show up mm. if you just but you have to move see to me suffering occurs the minute you choose and then you don't act oh, because okay. then you're like uh, 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 what's gonna happen and, and then you get into your head and then you sit there and maybe you eat ice cream or maybe go on Facebook <laughs> or I think I need another purse we need to go shopping or whatever you do like but if you were willing to like jump act dance flow just go for a walk just put some music on and dance send an email get on the phone do something rather than just sit there in that eddy of energy right like and which just builds up and it makes you crazy and then all you do in your head is just oh my god oh my god i hope i hope i wish i wish which isn't potent or powerful at all that just pushes it away so it's like choose let go give it over and then move walk Yeah. Like I'm a dancer by, since a little girl, like five years old and always dance class. And now as an adult, I still dance. And to me, it's not so fun to dance when they tell you the steps because then you got to do it right. And then you could do it wrong. I like the dancing where it's just like, put the music on and however you want to move, you move. And I I get to this place sometimes instantly. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes I never do because I'm just so in my head. But the idea is start to move and let life move you literally Mm -hmm. let the energy move your hips for you. Oh, it wants your body to go down. Oh, it wants you to kind of be ugly, what you consider ugly. Oh, it wants you to be really naughty. Oh, it wants you to be goofy and dorky. Oh, it wants you to be free and fly. Like just let it have its way with you. This idea of surrendering in movement Mm -hmm. has been really powerful for me to be able to keep going, fall down and get back up again and fall down and get back up again. Oh, I just fell down. Well, I meant to do that. Ha ha ha. And then do a little dance thing on the floor and make it look like I meant to meditate, <laughs> get back up again. Um, that's life. We're, we're just going to fail all day long and get back up again all day long.
0: I went to a, uh, a workshop with gay and gay Hendricks and oh my Katie. God, What's- Katie. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: So have you been to any of their workshops? They do I've this- interviewed both of them. I've oh. been up to their house in Ojai, but I've never oh. been to one of their workshops. Oh They're gosh. lovely yeah. people. I went to one of their workshops once and I love
0: what they do because you're just bringing that when you were saying that I was thinking, Oh, that's also like, it's really hard to close. It's hard to close your heart down when you're yes. moving. moving like that. And yeah, Katie's so into like movement. too. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So they like encourage you to have those deep, have those conversations, have arguments, even while you're moving, like have, yeah. you know, if you have to have an argument, then put it in your body and let that energy come out that way. And it does, it creates a heart opening
1: space. Yeah. One of my, one of my coaches, um, Sachin Raja and Suzanne, his wife, they, they rip their clothes off and start making love when they have a fight. Oh yeah. (sighs) Oh yeah. Like take it to that level. An excellent.
0: How do you do that? I don't know. Amazing. amazing.
1: (laughs) That's why I coach with them.
0: (laughs) That is I have never heard such a thing. That's incredible. Okay. Um, uh, all right. So, uh, thank you for all of that. That's beautiful. Uh, all that wisdom and all that inspiration and tell so let's, cause this book just came out. And so, uh, and, and I, I, I apologize. I didn't have a chance to read it before Don't we, worry. before we joined together today, but, um, tell us about, tell us about this book and, and, um, and let's spark everyone to go and buy it after the mm, end of this, uh,
1: this podcast. Well, I'd, like to, I'd like to give everyone the chapter one for free right now. So if it's, uh, if you go to my website, com, so it's two L's, A L L A N A pratt.com forward slash seven steps. So the number seven steps, that's chapter one. It's actually the forward, the introduction and chapter one and all the audio. So I have my sexy voice for you. So that's totally free to download. And if you love it, please buy the whole thing because it's, it is, as I said, seven steps. And when I first wrote this, it was in conjunction with a, a webisode that I put on for my clients, a seven week uh, program. And I was honestly scared. Because I'd only ever private coached in the past, like one-on-one sessions. I'd never done a group. I'd never put it into a curriculum. Frankly, I wasn't sure if it was going to work. So it was like, here we go. Let's see if this works. And when I did the, I did the webisode, the live program three times. And on week one of the first time I did it, miracles began to happen. And I'm like, okay, I'm onto something here. And so miracle after miracle. And I'm like, okay, that was a fluke. Let's do it again. And then it happened again. I'm like, okay, that two flukes in a row. And then, okay, three times. I'm like, okay this works. Okay. Now wow. I feel good about putting it out as a home study program. So it's called heart splayed wide open. That's a seven week home study program. And the book is based on that. And the book, as I said, Alana com forward slash seven steps. And it takes you through a more um, minimized version, like not the whole long 30 minute transformational processes you get in the home study, but it takes you through these mini processes that I believe are required to come home to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so we do things like noticing where those limiting beliefs are. But again, everybody knows how to do 10 more affirmations. In my opinion, that's just sprinkles, right? Sprinkles on the ice cream cone of shit. If you can't take it through on that deeper subconscious quantum, you know, quantum psychology level, the way the brain works, you can't change it from a, a, a negative belief to a positive belief, but it's still a belief. And it still takes all your energy to try to believe the right thing. It's <laughs> just knowing what you know. It's a totally different thing. So that's mm-hmm. week one. So just that obviously shifts people's lives. Week two is about a healthy release of anger. It's very politically correct. I'll just let you know now. You've already heard me swear. You've already heard me talk about vaginas. So I this, this is called the theater of redemption. And this is a way and a healthy way to get rid of anger. I watched my mom die at 61 to liver cancer. I believe um, triggered by not knowing how to get rid of all the anger in her body. And so this is really inspired by a healthy release so that again, we can come home to see why everything is actually happening for us, not against us. Um, so that's chapter two. Chapter three is little the little you that I talked about. Mm. A beautiful process about that. Chapter four is about how the hell do we navigate these intense emotions because okay, nah, how do I do this? Like when I how do I stay present? Right. So it's about that. Chapter five, if I'm remembering correctly, is making love with the universe. So as we as we were able to receive, it's hard to receive judgment, hard to receive maybe money, but it's really an easy way to start receiving the beauty of nature, like not just, Oh, isn't that a pretty garden? But no, like let the energy have its way with you, penetrate you like communion with this energy. If you start to practice in safer quote unquote ways with nature, when it's time to receive money, you can receive it all the way into your wallet, all the way into your bank account, into your world, right? And same with love. It's nice to have a date here and there, but what is it to actually make love and to be in a committed, healthy relationship? It's, it's a deeper level of receiving. So I go on to all these different chapters and I'm just so proud that this path works. It's what works for me. It's what works for my clients. See if it works for you. Yeah, I'm really, really proud of this.
0: That's beautiful. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Oh my gosh. And what a great resource for my superhero of love. Yes. Because it's really like we all just, the more we can love and be loved. And that's exactly what your work is all about, is helping us remove everything that is stopping us from loving and being loved. So yeah. I'm so happy. Thank you, Deborah Poneman, for introducing us. Because... I right? love that woman. <laughs> it's so long, and I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. So, anything else you want to say? I'm so excited. That got, I'm definitely going to read your book. Of course, after that, there is no question about that. And. I, is there anything else you want to, you want to say to, to our little superheroes?
1: Oh, you're so awesome. First, I'm just so grateful to meet you, have this incredible conversation to meet all of you listeners out there. Um, and one of my most happy places is shooting videos. Something happens when I turn the camera on. It's not just looking at a camera. I literally feel you with you. And it's just, I don't know why I used to think it was my ego and I kept giving it away and giving it away. But when the universe keeps saying, Oh, when these comments are like, I watched your video and I cried and people sign up for coaching just after watching a video. And there's, you know, millions of views, like there's something to this. So I'm, I'm allowing this to be one of my most fun vehicles to love people. So please go to my YouTube channel. It's com forward slash watch. That way you can subscribe. So every week you can get a fresh video. I have all sorts of things. Ask Alana where we do like a live video chat once a week. I, I play with people. Um, this is just a fun way for me to love you.
0: So Yay. So- yeah, you know, you do feel the love. I watched a few of your videos and you Aww. definitely feel the love. You also feel, even though they're recorded, you know, some recordings you feel you feel like it's a little if you feel like it was recorded you feel like you're not present there in that yeah. moment but you have a way of coming through your recorded videos you know when, you. when
1: you're not there live that feels yeah like I you're feel right the there yeah. i don't know what happens but i yeah. literally feel like i've done these speeches before. And like you sit on the panel and and then you get up in front of everybody and then the camera turns on to film it. And there was a psychic on the panel with me at one point uh, early in my career. And once I sat down, she goes, did everybody see what happened to Alana's uh, energy auric field? And I'm like, no, what happened to my field? And she goes, when you sit down, it's kind of small. When you stand in front of all of us to do your speech, it got a little bigger. But when that camera turned on, it went global. She Mm -hmm. goes, you are wired, not better, not worse." just wired for global through video. Do you know that? I go, no, but I feel really happy with a lot of energy coming through me. And she goes, yeah, that's do that. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm like, okay, sweet. What a nice confirmation, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And you surrendered and you flew into it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is the air beneath my wings. Let's do you know, no, I no use, no use fighting this wind under my wings.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> get your, Get your flaps on. Yeah. And now my boyfriend films them for me. So it's not me having to sit and turn on the recorder and do the whole thing. We literally walk around outside and we talk and I answer questions and he films me and I don't need to worry about, you know, looking in the camera or doing the right thing. He's right there. And so it's, oh really, fun. it's that's, really fun.
0: That's the perfect boyfriend. The perfect cameraman is the perfect for boyfriend.
1: <laughs> perfect boyfriend for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> that was the lovely Alana Pratt. A-L-L-A-N-A-P-R-A-T-T dot com. Go check her out at com. Check her out on YouTube. Find her books on Amazon. She has so much great content. Um, go check her out. Your heart will grow bigger, I promise. And if your heart grew a tiny bit bigger listening to this podcast, please run over to iTunes and give us a review. It helps us bring in more superheroes of love into the fold so i would appreciate it if you would go give us a review that would be really great and superhero of love is out on shelves just after january 1st 2019 you can pre-order it and it'll come into your uh, mailbox um around january 3rd um what a great christmas present that would be eh (laughs) okay um so thanks for coming superheroes have a great day